the Smash Daily Podcast. Weekdays 4 to 6 on 107.1, the Big Z. Radio for the Riverbend. Smash with you here. Appreciate you listening. Dark outside. That don't mean we can't have a good time. Let's have it. I'm going to start you out. We're turning on some good folks here. And I'm talking about the folks at Landmark Realty. That's Matt Horn and his crew. Godfreylandmark.com. That's the website. 618-466-1513. 618-466-1513. That's the phone number. Godfreylandmark.com. If it's time to sell a house, you want people who know how to sell houses, right? You want to list with a leader. So that's why I'm turning you on to Landmark Realty. Because these guys have, it's like 30 people working with Matt over there. 20 years ago, he joins the company. Two years ago, he buys the company. Bravo. And all those folks stay with him. Because, you know, he's a good fella. Because they know. They like working there because they help people. They know that Matt Horn's about helping people and about them, the folks that he works with, helping people. And I tell you what, all the negotiations that go through listing a house, buying a house, man, you want somebody like Matt Horn and the members of his crew covering that for you. They got all those years of real estate experience and there's plays that you got to do as far as playing this game is concerned when it comes contract time. So you want to know that the folks that are negotiating for you, whether it's for the sale of your house, whether you, you, you're buying a new house, you want to know they're <laughs> excuse me on top of the game. And so they're on top of the game. They wouldn't be doing this as long as they've been doing this unless they're on top of the game. Selling houses all over the place because when you go to the website, GodfreyLandmark.com. You see everything right there. And one of the beauties that I like about it is not only see, you know, just from the straight view of the camera, but they got the drone shot so you can see the plot of land, so you can see the top of the roof, so you can see you're going to need some roof work. Well, you can see. And that's the beauty of the situation. I've seen houses there for 49000 I've seen houses for above half a million. They got it all covered. No matter what your financial situation is, they got it all covered. They will negotiate for you the best sale price for your house. They will negotiate for you the best price on buying that new house. Landmark Realty. Ask for Matt Horn. Check it all out at GodfreyLandmark.com.
When you hear that, you know. The outsiders are in, and I'm talking about Ed Wheatley. Now, Ed Wheatley, are you there, partner? I am here, buddy. Ed Wheatley, what, two weeks ago got himself an Emmy for his— Yeah. For, I know, for the uh, St. Louis Browns. And now, is it the St. Louis Browns book that uh, you got one of the top 25 reads in St. Louis for just just now? No, no, that this is the this is my latest on uh, baseball in St. Louis, Little League to Major League. Ah, that yeah. explores the history of the game in St. Louis from the amateur ranks up to the professional and why St. Louis is the best baseball town in America. Well, I got that book, and you want to talk yep. about some interesting stats, man. I don't know where you have the time to find all these stats, but salute to you for just amalgamating all this stuff into one piece of reading material that's nice and easy to read. And the folks over at Reedy Press, R-E-E-D-Y, Reedy Press, know how to package this thing to make it just look good for your, for your tabletop, for your coffee table, whatever the case may be, but definitely for your reading. Salute to you, yeah. partner. Look at you, man, what, you, what you're doing. And, and I, I'm not saying uh, uh, it's anything to do with uh, Smash Daily here, but I'm glad oh. to be a part of it myself. <laughs> So, well, you are. Bravo, you help us promote. You know, to promote the cause of all across the town. You keep us informed what's happening in the sport with the, the Cardinals today, and you know that there are these histories. I mean, St. Louis is the, is a brand identity for uh, you know baseball is St. Louis. When you talk, when people yeah. hear about St. Louis, they think immediately of the great winning teams of the Cardinals. You know you watching them growing up in the World Series or watching them now. I mean, it's it's the brand of Santos. Yeah, exactly right. It is. Let me ask, talking about baseball, after the congratulations mm-hmm. there, uh, I guess baseball news is coming out of the owners' meetings next week. Any hints to what that could be? Well, I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's kind of like a, a very clouded crystal ball. Yeah. You know, uh, we've got all these free agents that – uh, um, probably more than normal uh, out there in this pool right now than it's ever been. And you saw, you know, guys like uh, Colton Wong not being extended yeah. or, you know, pick up extensions. Uh, you saw just last week a lot of players, younger players who were in arbitration eligible, uh, instead of going to arbitration, teams left them off. And there's some really big names and big stars as these teams. Yeah are reacting to two things. One, they're reacting to the virus itself. I mean, you know, right. baseball, you know, it's kind of been uh, assumed and announced that they lost about $3 billion in the 2020 season. My and, goodness. You know, how can you pay salaries of tens of millions of dollars to all these players, and yeah. how's it going to be? And the second thing is that if we play this 2021 season uh, coming up, at the end of that season, the players' labor agreement comes due. So for probably the last two to three years, everybody's been focused on the end of the 2021 season, saying what is going to happen, you know, how will things be uh, uh, negotiated, you know, what will salaries be. Because, I mean, these salaries have gotten high. I mean, you know, you look at the, the fans themselves, they're not making mm-hmm. anything where near close to what the players are making. And I'm not begrudging players because that's what they're being paid. If you're offered it, you take it, right? Right. But, you know, there's going into the 2021 season. We still don't know if there will be a DH, a designated hitter in the National League. It hasn't been decided, and the players, you know, uh, want extra man, a 26 player on the teams. The owners said, "Well, we can. Ha- we'd like the DH, but we want to 
we'll, we'll give it to you if you go and extend the playoffs like they did this year. Hmm. You know, because again, that's more revenue, yeah. more teams, and then yeah. you know, old stylists aren't always happy. You know, baseball used to be in my time growing up. Whoever won the National League, won the American League, that's what it was. And then we went into these different, you know, versions of playoffs. And, you know, they've expanded. Now they want to expand it more, like up to 16 teams like we did this year. Yeah. So a lot is being negotiated. At the same time, you just have this enormous amount of players just sitting there. Where am I going to play next year? Mm -hmm. How much? Because a lot of them had dreams of big uh, contracts that, you know, owners aren't right now bucking up the big dollars because sure. they don't even know if they're able to play in 2021. Yeah, They don't know if you'll have a designated hitter in the National League. You don't know how many teams will make the playoffs. So there's a lot of unknowns. But the owners are right now, they're meeting starting today. They're doing it virtually. It used to be a really cool thing because they'd all <clears throat> gather in a big hotel, yeah, usually right. down in Florida. Yeah, and They'd go off in the corners and make all these great trades. You'd hear announcing uh, this trade happened because they could all go face-to-face and talk. Will there be trades this week? I mean, there's going to be something. I mean, we're all in St. Louis wondering, will Yadier Molina be back? Will yeah. Adam Wainwright, who right, today right. won one of the biggest honors in baseball, the Roberto Clemente Award for not only being a star player, but being a star humanitarian. Wainwright got uh, that today. He got it. He just got it this after a little while ago. Nice. I didn't know. So, so very good. You know, and the Cardinals have had the most uh, awards of the Roberto Clemente Award than any other team in baseball. So that just again, yeah. says something about St. Louis baseball, sure. St. Louis culture, the type of players that are here. Huh. Um, but will, will Wayno and, and Yachty be back? I mean, everybody uh, is sitting waiting and, you know, hoping that these yeah. icons remain Cardinals for their career. And we may know something to, uh, this week. It may be the bad news that they go elsewhere. You know, you never know. It's, uh, you know, it's very reminiscent of 2011 yeah. when we had that countdown with Albert yeah, in exactly. uh, December. That's right. So. That's right. That's right. Yeah, because a great a trade may be made. You know, a big yeah. trade. Hey, big new player. You know, maybe right. a, a guy like Eddie Rosario comes from the Twins, a big uh, power hitting left fielder. You mm. know, you just don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. But you know, don't these uh, guys like uh, Wainwright and and Molina don't they have no trade clauses in their leverage that they have against um, being? Uh, they're the, in other words, they're the ones that make the decision, not the management of the team. Well, the the. Uh, Wainwright and, and Yachty are free agents yeah. right now. Their contract was up at the end of I the got season. You. So it's no contract. So they're okay. into negotiating a, a new contract. Yeah. You know, a guy like Colton Wong, he had a, the team had an option. So he finished his contract, but the Cardinals could pick up another year option. Mm-hmm. They declined that and they chose not to extend it. Um, what so, kind of what kind of you know, statement the, the, what kind of statement is that, Ed? Because this dude was quite the player, was he not? And now he's well, not wanted on the team, but it's well, business. It's business, right? Well, it's it is. That's unfortunately, baseball has really turned into a game of business. I mean, yeah. you're absolutely right. Colton Wong, the last two years was the goal second baseman in baseball. Yeah, right. And uh, all of a sudden, you know, the Cardinals live by pitching and defense. I mean, we've made the playoffs the last two years with the worst offense in the of the playoff teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know. You live by defense. You just gave up a gold glove defenseman. Yeah. So the statement, as you said, you know, business is business. The amount of money they would have had to pay out to him. Yeah. Uh, 
they're going with Tommy Edmond, who is a good ball player. Don't get me wrong. Edmonds is a, is a good ball player. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's a gold glove caliber. I mean, Wong made sensational plays. Yeah. But they're looking at, we're going to be able to afford this much, and we invest. We've got Tommy Edmond. Uh, there is a chance Colton Wong could come back at a lower amount that was po- sure. uh, lower than what the uh, option was. Right. I probably don't think that's going to happen. Hmm. Um, you know, they're going to have to invest in a hitter. Um, probably, you know, pitching. They've got a very good pitching staff, but there's some some big costs still to be there. You got to pay for Molina and Wainwright if they come back. So, you know, they're just like you said the key word there. It's a business. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. What That's now, where you're really at. What happens, uh, maybe you have uh, a knowledge, definitely I don't, a knowledge of what's going to happen come spring training. Is that going to start like it normally does in, in February with the pitchers and then onward like that, or is there going to be a, a different play because we, as far as I understand, know we're going to still be in the COVID period? Well, I, yeah, I think everybody says we're going to be in a COVID period at least until uh, you know the middle of the year. Yeah. Uh, at the earliest. Yeah. You know, right now, talking with, I was talking to someone with the Cardinals today. I mean, they're still laid out the schedule that would have been to start spring training in February mm-hmm. and then, uh, you know, start in April, the regular season. But, you know, that's all subject to change. I think a lot of people are just really waiting to see what happens this week with the owners yeah. meeting. Yeah. You know, the owners want to start play when there's fans in the stands because that's going to bring revenue. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it was nice that we got 2020 in with no fans. In the World Series, we did have a small amount of fans. Um, would they allow a small a lot amount of fans to build up? You know, it's what do you do? We don't really even know what the state of our society is going to be relative to the COVID. I mean, you know, we're just seeing all-time records, but do these all-time records get higher and higher over the next month or two until – this vaccine takes place and then you got to see, you know, uh, how does the vaccine hold, you know, uh, there's, there's just, everything is unknown. And the other thing that's unknown is baseball's got a tough mode. And, you know, you and I have talked about this before on the show, you know, for 160 years, baseball was the sport during the summer. Mm-hmm. You know, hockey is done completely, you know, in May, a few games go into June if, if the Stanley Cup ex- yeah. extends. Right. NFL starts in the fall. NBA would start in the fall. But, you know, NBA and NHL may be playing, you know, same it's, time it's baseball. Right. So baseball's got to, you know, they're thinking about that. How do we make this thing work when other sports are in the same mode and they may take spectators from us? So there is right. so much. And then the thing about Major League Baseball that probably is, to me, one of the biggest news of the last, uh, weeks was this thing now where Fox Sports Midwest, because here's another, it's a revenue source of money. Fox Sports Midwest, after the Supreme Court ruling of, of like two years, a year and a half ago, said before only New Jersey and Nevada were the only states that you could do sports betting, and now you can do it in these other states, and you're going to be able to do betting while you're watching the games. While you're watching uh, the games? Yep. Wow. Bet, wow. You know, okay. like, is he going to get a hit? You know, yeah. how many runs? It's live betting in your own living room, which, you know, there's a lot of controversy. I mean, this is just the tip of the iceberg of yeah. any controversy because it's starting to just sink in on people what this means. But, it, again, sports are looking at that as a revenue source. Sure. Wow. And uh, so there's 
so many things going on. I mean, it's just mind-boggling, mm-hmm. you know, watching and listening. And at the same time, all this is mind-boggling. There are no answers yeah, because right the virus. Yeah. Uh, and the virus is the answer. Yeah. The virus is the uh, is the answer. Wow, wow, wow. Hey, that dude right there is the acumen for the ages when it comes to baseball. That is Ed Wheatley. And, again, big congratulations on, on the Emmy and then the, one of the top 25 books uh, as far as reading is concerned in this last year here in St. Louis. Bravo to you, buddy. I appreciate you being a part of uh, Smash Daily here. Always here for you, man. All Always right. here. I'll talk to you after the owners' meetings then. All right. All right, cool. See you, Ed. Merry Christmas. Tell you what, I used to love Ted Nugent coming on. He'd come and do interviews uh, when I was at DC 101, when I was at Casey. And the beauty of uh, Ted Nugent, forget about this, uh, you know, he's a Republican and all that crap. He's a rock and roller. Beauty of Ted Nugent <laughs> was number one, he always had great content. And number one, A, on that same line, is that you, meaning me, didn't have to do anything as far as preparation for Ted Nugent's concern because he took over the mic. It was no longer your show. It was the Ted Nugent show. You just happened to be a tag along. I used to love Ted Nugent when he used to come in. I remember when uh, the Iranian war, not Iranian, Iraqi, the Iraqi war, Iranian, that's, that's now, the Iraqi war was going on, and he played a rip report. And uh, he did something with a bow and arrow, crossbow, whatever it was. And he shot into a target, and that target was Saddam Hussein. Oh, the crowd went berserk, berserk. But he's a hunter, as uh, anybody knows. He knows how to use his bows, his arrows. Ted Nugent, an amazing, amazing. You know it's going to be wild 
is when he passes away, when all these dudes pass away. Because I'm 71 on this day. I know my time is coming. I mean, everybody's time comes. But all the, you know, quote, unquote, classic rockers, classic rockers, the time is coming. Time is coming. I mean, we got surprised, although we didn't really, because we knew we had cancer, Eddie Van Halen. But time is coming, man. You're going to hear these things land, and when they do, it's like, oh, man. Not only are you saddened because of the passing of someone who, well, you know, I don't listen to Ted Nugent anymore because he's a Republican. Before you cared about that, you listened to Ted Nugent because he's a rock and roller. Politics don't matter. They don't. But the rock and roll does. We paid attention to that. That played in our lives. That rocked our world, just to use the term. Because when we were able to rock, we didn't care about nothing else. We rocked. Nothing got in our way of rocking and rolling, not even our parents, really. Oh, we might have had to shut down for a minute, but as soon as they were gone or we could get somewhere else, boom, we started it back up. So I'm just thinking, you know, I'm looking at the, the birthdays here, all these folks. Let me just look before I get into the content of what I wanted to talk to you here. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, and here, oh yeah, well here it is. Wow, look at these guys. See, when I was a kid, you'd look at at dudes who were like 60, and they were the ones who were dying. Because back then, you didn't have as long a longevity, shall we say, to your life, as you do now. But you look at these guys right here, Larry Bird, for example. He's 64. Anytime. Tom Waits. I love Tom Waits. I got to play some Tom. I got to play some Tom Waits. Not only here when I do the bumper music, but also on Saturday mornings from 9 to noon. I joined the crew over there. My mix, 94.3. And I'm talking about my man Lolo, who takes care of afternoons for you. 2 to 6. At... um, 94.3, and then, of course, Big Pen's Morning Playhouse. Just a magnificent morning show there, too. So, anyway, I get to join those guys. So, on Saturdays from 9 to noon, I do a nice rock and roll type uh, party show for you. If you uh, want to, but I got to play some Tom Waits for you. But Tom Waits is 71 today. Johnny Bench is 73. Harry Chapin, wow, would have been 78. Ted Knight, you remember him on uh, the Mary Tyler Moore show? He played the newsman. He the always talk with a big voice and all that. He was awesome. Ted Knight, what is he? He'd been 87. 87? Yeah. No, 97. Duh. I get my readers on, man. Time is here. Louis Prima. I used to love Louis Prima, just a gigolo. Sang in the Jungle Book, of course. He played the orangutan. 110 years old. But that's just some of the things. These are the guys who, if they haven't passed on, they're getting ready. That's something you need to think about. And yes, yeah, a surprise, but don't be surprised, you know. 
How about Rudy Giuliani? Daggone it, this guy. I'm just going to read the headline. I ain't going to get deep. Rudy Giuliani in hospital after testing positive for COVID-19. And it's like, daggone. And, and some of the publications are saying, well, you know, he went around without his face mask on. He had an entourage without their face masks on. And he did a tour of the various legislatures with his face ma- uh, no face mask on. But Giuliani, now testing positive, what's that mean? He's got to stay quarantined for seven to ten days, I believe it is, isn't it? You know, there's a show, I think it's on Showtime. It's called The Circus. And that's what this whole thing has been, especially of late. It's been a circus. The whole thing is a circus. Got Joe Biden rubbing it in, in Trump's face with big, big signs at his events saying office of the president elect. (laughs) I don't know if anybody's ever done that before. I don't know. But uh, you want to talk about rubbing in somebody's face right there. Daggone it, you people. And who knows how Trump's going to play at the the inauguration, if he's going to play at all. Big bet is that he ain't going to even be a part of the transfer just to use the term transfer of positions, transfer of power. One president to the next. Whatever. That's what they think. Just the way these guys play. I'm just easy going here tonight, man. Just looking outside, black as night, because it is night. God, I hate it when it starts getting dark at 4.30. I hate it. I'm not one of these guys who, you know, I got to live by the light. You know. If I don't have enough light, I don't have enough energy, and my uh, body clock uh, doesn't function correctly. Nah, just don't like the cold, man. That's what that deal is. Not talking about Rudy Giuliani there. I think uh, George Carlin was way ahead of all of us, what, 20, 30 years ago, something like that, as far as uh, that cat cat scratch fever or any kind of malady might be concerned. What do you think you have an immune system for? It's for killing germs, but it needs practice. It needs germs to practice on. So, so listen, so listen. If you kill all the germs around you and live a completely sterile life, then when germs do come along, you're not gonna be prepared. And never mind ordinary germs, what are you gonna do when some super virus comes along that turns your vital organs into liquid I'll tell you what you're going to do. You're going to get sick, you're going to die, and you're going to deserve it because you're f***ing weak and you got a f***ing weak immune system. Now, hey, hey. All right. Let me tell you a true story about immunization, okay? When I was a little boy in New York City in the 1940s, we swam in the Hudson River, and it was filled with raw sewage, okay? We swam in raw sewage, you know, to cool off. (laughs) And at that time, the big fear was polio. Thousands of kids died from polio every year. But you know something? In my neighborhood, no one ever got polio. No one ever. You know why? Because we swam in raw sewage. (laughs) It strengthened our immune systems. The polio never had a prayer. We were tempered in raw (laughs) So. 
So personally, I never take any special precautions against germs. I don't shy away from people who sneeze and cough. I don't wipe off the telephone. I don't cover the toilet seat. And if I drop food on the floor, I pick it up and eat it. <laughs> I eat it. Yes, I do. And you know something, in spite of all that so-called risky behavior, I never get infections. I don't get them. I don't get colds, I don't get flu, I don't get headaches, I don't get upset stomachs. And I, you know why? Because I got a good, strong immune system and it gets a lot of practice. My immune system is equipped with the biological equivalent of fully automatic military assault rifles with night vision and laser scopes. And we have recently acquired phosphorus grenades, cluster bombs, and anti-personnel fragmentation mines. So, when my white blood cells are on patrol, reconnoitering my bloodstream, seeking out strangers and other undesirables, if they see any, any suspicious-looking germs of any kind, they don't f around. They whip out weapons, they wax them up, and deposit the unlucky fellow directly into my colon. Into my colon. There's no nonsense. There's no Miranda warning. There's none of that three strikes and you're out sh First defense, bam, into the colon you go. And speaking of my colon, I want you to know I don't automatically wash my hands every time I go to the bathroom, okay? Can you deal with that? Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. You know when I wash my hands? When I on them. That's the only time. That's the only... And you know how often that happens? Tops, tops, two, three times a week, tops. Maybe a little more frequently over the holidays, you know what I mean? And I'll tell you something else, my well-scrubbed friends. You don't always need a shower every day. Did you know that? It's overkill. Unless you work out or work outdoors or for some reason come in intimate contact with huge amounts of filth and garbage every day, you don't always need a shower. All you really need to do is to wash the four key areas. Armpits, asshole, crotch, and teeth. Got that? Armpits, asshole, crotch, and teeth. In fact, you can save yourself a whole lot of time if you simply use the same brush on all four areas. friend over the weekend asked me is that uh, gulf shores how they doing in this uh, COVID uh, deal well we got two locations so 
One location over there in Creepcore is handling it on the Missouri side. And the other one is handling it Edwardsville style. So the way they're handling it is carry out, drive up, got you covered. Same good food, delicious. Can't go in right now. Then I'll let you do that. You know that. Everybody knows that. Just in time for Christmas. <laughs> Don't get me started on that. All I'm telling you is you want some great food. Big, easy style, New Orleans type food. You want to get to Gulf Shores. Now you can check it all out at Gulf Shores Restaurant and Grill.com. Gulf Shores Restaurant and Grill.com. But everything, everything is there for you on the on the drive-thru, on the carryout. They'll meet you right there, bring it out to the car, nice and easy. Take it on home. Eat as you want to eat. In your underwear, whatever the case may be. Got your shirt on, you're just dripping food all over your shirt. Hey, ain't no better way to eat than that. That's what shirts are for. Shirts ain't nothing but big bibs for guys who like to eat. Nothing but big bibs, all right? In fact, <laughs> oh, dang, I need to start me a shirt line called Big Bibs because that's what it is. It'd be a shirt that you could eat, and if you're dribbling, you know, like some of that good sauce that Harry Parker makes over there at Gulf Shores, because that's all family recipes and everything handed down from his mom and pop. Oh, man, you're dripping some of that good stuff. Don't matter. You're wearing your Big Bibs. You just crumple it up, toss it in the trash. Got some more big bibs in the drawer. Don't even worry about it. Big bibs. Daggone it, man. I wish I had thought of this stuff when I was a kid. I could have been somebody. Instead, I'm over here telling everybody else how to be. But you know what? Honor God, help people. That's what the Lord want me to do. I'm cool with it. I'm telling you. That good food that you have come to know, that you have come to want to know, that New Orleans-style food is available to you. Drive up, take out Gulf Shores in Creevecourt and Edwardsville. Gulf Shores Restaurant and Grill.com. Smash Daily is everywhere. Because I is where you's at. Smashdaily.com. Daily. Here, there, and everywhere. Because I is where you's at. Smashdaily.com. Chili Robinson right there. It's killer, isn't it? What a great little tune. Smash with you right here. Certainly hope you're having a good one, wherever that one does happen to be. 
Got a big show tomorrow. Tammy Ascaris is going to be joining us from the uh, Riverbend Family Ministries. Just going to be, you know, kind of like signifying here in the Christmas season. Aaron Bickle or Bickel, depending on who you're talking to. Refuge for kids. That's where they build all these uh, beds for the children. Because no kid sleeps on the floor in this town. What a great slogan. Jason Brunner is going to be on here. Sleep in heavenly peace. That's who it is. I had to mix it up. And then Al Womack's going to be joining in here. Al, Boys and Girls Club of Alton. Anyway, we're going to be signifying the fact that there's a lot of good coming out of the River Bend, and that's just four examples of it right there. We'll deal with it tomorrow here on Smash Daily. Now, tomorrow, today, of course, is you know the, the day that the Japanese, they bombed Pearl Harbor. And that was like, what was it, 1941? 1941. American radar showed that some 200, 200 Imperial Japanese warplanes were approaching the U.S. Navy base at Pearl Harbor. But the radar was too unsophisticated to differentiate between friend and foe. Now, I ain't saying nothing bad about the folks back then, but if I got 200 of the Japanese who were trying to take over China at that time, trying to take over that part of the Pacific, and they're coming my way, 200 of them, I think I know whether they're friend or foe. Death toll was 2,400 lives lost, along with uh, six major U.S. warplanes there. And then the next day, boom, it took them like, what, half an hour. So, all right, war it is. Japan, here we come. And obviously Japan didn't want into that. But in the end, Japan wins because they built all the electronics that they built in the early days of electronics until the Chinese came in and started building them cheaper. And now, of course, we are the puppets, the pawns of the Chinese. Oh, no, we're not smash. We're our own country. Yeah, yeah, I know that. I know that. I'm saying this only because I'm mad about it. And maybe I'm wrong to be mad about it. But we went to the moon. Here's the date. All right? 1972, America's last moon mission was launched. Last moon mission to date was launched as Apollo 17 blasted off from Cape Canaveral. Boom, they go. Flight Commander Eugene Cernan was the last man on the moon, as far as we know. I don't remember nobody else. Anyway. Anyway, so the Chinese, a couple, two, three, four, five days ago, they put up a Chinese flag on the moon. Now, when you plant your flag, that means that's your territory. That means that's your property. So I guess they planted it far enough away from where the U.S. flag is planted that they can have their own territory. But that's wrong to me. It's kind of like, come on, U.S., what's going on here? Well, we don't really care about going to space no more. What we got on the moon? Nothing. We want to go to Mars. We want to spend four or five years traveling through space to get to Mars. Not a few hours get to the moon. 
The moon is desolate. Mars might have life. You know what you need to do is take care of your own planet first. Take care of your own planet first. That's what you need to do. Ain't nobody doing that. Ain't nobody doing that. Wasting money on all kinds of stuff. Could be helping poor people out. Wasting money on all kinds of stuff. Could be building the infrastructure. I'd be interested to see. I don't know. Oh, hold on for a second. That's Madam Brainiac. She's the smartest woman I know. Madam Brainiac. Madam Brainiac. Who is Joe Biden's transportation secretary? Let's see what happens here. Ain't got nobody yet. Was going to be this guy, Rahm Emanuel, is what they were talking last week at least. But this is the guy who helps the infrastructure too and deals with, you know, train. Well, no, he doesn't even handle buses and airplanes. Transportation is the road you travel on too. Wasn't that Secretary of the Interior? I don't know. But it's the road you travel on. You got all kinds of money to waste throwing it at other nations who don't care about us. And you can't take care of your own people? How many people can put at work fixing the highways and byways of this country? Terrible. Instead, you let them go poor. Instead, you build the poor folks of another nation that all they do is stab you behind your back, but you don't care because you're putting them to work. How about putting our people to work? I don't care for Biden. I don't care for Trump. All I care for is the United States of America to do what's right. And I hope Joe Biden will be that president that does what's right. He's getting himself a bunch of uh, new people. New gives you the opportunity to better yourself. So let's see what these guys do with it. Let's see what we do with it as, uh, with it as a country. As me getting too political, and I told myself, you know, my New Year's resolution who stay? Who sticks with their New Year's resolutions? I don't know. Was well, quit being political. I hate this stuff. But the thing about it is, that's every day now. That's show business. That's Hollywood now. Washington is Hollywood. Those are the stars. The good thing about that is, shush. I don't have to look like Brad Pitt anymore. It's fantastic. I let my hair down, if you know what I'm saying. But that's it. Just a little statement there. I'm 71 years old. I'm going to my birthday party. I may be the only one there, but I'm going. I'm going. I'll be 78 in a day tomorrow. Tomorrow begins the next decade of I, Sir Smashington. Smash, dig the smash, smash, smash. I'm digging the smash, smash, smash. Well, that is it. You've been digging the smash, smash daily style for as long as you was able to tune in today. Performance time, Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 o'clock, right here on WBGZ 107.1 FM. The Big Z. So until the next time, I am G-O-H-N gone. So gone, I was not even here. So have yourself a good one. No matter what that one happens to be. Smash, smash, I'm digging the smash. Smash, smash, dig the smash. Smash, smash, I'm digging the smash. Smash, smash, dig the smash. Smash, smash, I'm digging the smash. Smash, smash, dig the smash. Smash, smash.